PD Raw is a podcast sharing the experiences and insights of people with personality disorders or traits by being brave and talking about the things that are shameful and painful. Humans demystify and destigmatize the things that we hide. The aim of this podcast is to let others know that they are not alone. By showing the reality behind our walls, we hope to bring people closer together, connecting in a more open and authentic way. Please be aware that, due to its topic, this podcast is adults only, not safe for work, and may contain triggering content. Hello and welcome back to the podcast. Thank you for having me again, Nota, and glad to be here as always. How are you doing today? I am very well, thank you. Um, We have a bit of a sort of a sad topic right now, which was to say that we're doing a little bit of a fill-in for um, episode number two, and it's because um, we did have an interview with someone and um, they became quite nervous about um, exposing themselves and asked to withdraw. Now, that's um, one of the conditions um, for people who come on um, that we've set here is that they have total control over their story. So obviously, if you've developed a, a personality disorder, it's it's not because you've had the most wonderful uh, childhood. In fact, you've probably often felt that things were completely beyond your control. So I think that people should have total control of their story. Um, and so at any time, if they want to contact me and say, could you please unpublish that episode or delete something or um, delete the whole thing, that will be done. Um, and yeah, they're, they're feeling quite... Um, quite stressed about it and um yeah so let's talk about the stigma around uh personality disorders and particularly around narcissism i mean it's it's pretty bad Mm. isn't it yeah i mean i guess it's one of those things where like even myself as a borderline um i feel like at a lot of points in my life kind of with the episode that i already did that there's already been too much exposure where people already project too much my interiority so it's sort of like well that train's already left the station so fuck it like i'm gonna just put myself (laughs) out there um but being borderline i guess is still an easier thing to say because everybody's like oh you're a lovable fuck up not oh you know you're a big bad motherfucker coming for me and my own yeah or uh, you know an abuser um, and yeah. also, you know, I mean, it's such a, uh, it's a fashion and I really feel like it's pretty much as if I've gone back in time and it's the witch hunting days and people are spewing out all this stuff about the demons and the evil people and the non-human entities. Um, and, you know, we do realise that people, when they're disordered, can be extremely hurtful in their behaviour. Um, and not realize totally what they're doing to others, but they're still human beings. And you develop a personality disorder 
because um, you haven't had the right kind of childhood to help you develop as you need to. It, it's not that you've got a choice or, or that you want to be that way. Um, I think it's really that you, you don't know any other way, isn't it? I mean. Yeah, I mean, you're touching on kind of one of the things I say that uh, even people who are disordered themselves, I think that there is a strong part of a hunger for nurture that they didn't have. And if you can figure out how to facilitate a kind of trusting, somewhat reciprocal relationship with somebody to bring that part out, I think that people respond really well to it because we want to understand ourselves in the world. Um, but the thing that you said about the witch hunts is something that I really want to come back to because uh, I think that's really powerful, which is, uh, again, like societally, sometimes we uh, get caught up in the present. We think, right, we're in 2023 now. Like, we don't quite have flying cars, but we're getting there. And uh, we do all this cool stuff. We've got computers in the palm of our hand. We're the best things ever. And it's just like... You know, we're still going through satanic panics and all sorts of crazy things, just like in other eras. And so, you know, these days now we're on pogroms for the narcissist to uh, how do I get them? How do I like get my ex? And it's like uh, things aren't that easy. I mean, it's uh, an ex uh, expression of the same black and white thinking that you're purportedly accusing them of. If you uh, actually had empathy or understanding uh wistful and compassionate uh detachment is where you would be you wouldn't be trying to be like right how do i get them to accept that they are the ultimate cause of all misery in the world like that's just not a very mature way to look at things and yet here we are yeah, that, that is a really good point, isn't it? It's um, don't accuse others of, of things that, you know, you're doing yourself. And I think there are plenty of people who will say, well, you know, that person did this. Um, and, you know, some people do things that are just beyond the pale, but, you know, often in relationships um, both can hurt. Um, and it, it is really helpful to sit down and go, well, that was really wrong what you did, um, and look at myself as well. Um, because yeah, obviously not every case that you read about on the internet is the case of, you know, one dreadful person doing something to someone who, you know, completely didn't play a part at all. It, it's often, you know, obviously a, a nasty breakup or something. Um, and, and just that sort of willingness to, to paint the other person as all black um, yeah, it's it's really unhelpful, isn't it? Oh, absolutely. And um, yeah, so this is something else that I've kind of written on the forums too, is uh, it takes some emotional sophistication and maturity to be able to be like, right, like we have this situation. Um, even suppose like somebody is the aggressor and you were the victim and in this situation. Um, and, or suppose, uh, you are the aggressor and you victimize somebody else and you didn't realize it until after the time. And it's like, okay, that dynamic can be true. Like that happened. And this person doesn't like me anymore, or like this relationship is fucked or I have responsibility here. Doesn't mean that I am now globally an abuser, that that is my identity, that that's the same role I play in other relationships, that that's what I'm going to be in the future. Um, and so that's one of those things where you 
uh, have to accept that I have been this or am this towards one person and I can leave them free to have that opinion or that that was the reality of how something went down. But then that's not all there is. Like each person has enough depth and complexity that they can be the one who has been the aggressor or the fuck up in one situation, but then to somebody else, the perfectly nurturing and functional. And uh, if you're a little bit more flat footed emotionally, that seems contradictory. Oh, that's kind of too hard to countenance in the same uh, moment or thought, which is where we get the splitting from. But really, uh, once you start seeing underneath those nuances and layers, it's um, it's another one of the things that I say that I think everybody needs recognition from someone. And of course, that doesn't mean that if you have done wrong things, you should get that recognition from the people you have wronged. That doesn't follow. But it does mean that everybody, uh, no matter who they are, what they've done, even if it's truly heinous, it'll cut down on your... Uh, pool of listeners that's for certain but if you think that uh you do see the human in everybody or you do have empathetic capacities that there needs to be someone for those people and Mm. uh that's uh that's something a project that i'm interested in seeing kind of what the limits Mm. are or how to facilitate that yeah because um perhaps that behavior started because someone initially didn't listen, you know, it, it sort of it comes from there originally. So to to kind of improve things, we need to 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 make that listening space. I think, yeah. So yeah. yeah anyway, so yeah, very sad about that. And that's that's another reason to have this podcast is to go. Well, there's so much misinformation out there, and you know. <sighs> In one way, um, there are people, anonymous people posting on the internet about, you know, my ex was this and my ex was that. But also there are um, mental health care supposed professionals who seem to be um, jumping on a bandwagon. Like some of them are, are very nuanced um, and and. I would say responsible, but there are other ones uh, sort of publicly um, demonising people who have a personality disorder, and I I don't quite understand that. I mean, surely if you've worked closely with people who who are struggling, you've seen underneath the mask and seen there are wounded people inside and, you know, shouldn't, shouldn't they be able to to put out better sort of uh, better comments than some of the ones we we see. Yeah, this is uh oh, I mean, this is another fascinating and complicated topic, and it feels like uh, Doctor Ronnie's ghost is haunting the room at the moment. But uh, <laughs> oh, wait, I we're wasn't going to name anybody, but now you mention it. Yeah, yeah, yeah few, and- few few gives little fucks. <laughs> I might have to beat that out later, but um, <laughs> but it, it's true. It's uh, you know you're supposed to be a mental health professional, and actually, if you're against narcissistic abuse, then you would help 
one, you'd help people to see what's underneath and go, well, maybe that person is not, it's not about you, it's about them and their problems. So you don't need to take it so personally. Um, and two, it's, you know, helping that person to actually let go of the defences and come out and say, well, no, this is who I am on the inside. Um, and, and, you know, getting their needs met um, in, in a way that's that's more healthy. Yeah, so I think there's yep. two things that I had there, so I'm going to try to make sure to mention them both. Uh, the first one was, just give me a moment here to think about, okay, I'll say the other one because that one's slipping in my mind, but the first one is exactly like you said, a part of what's led me to this space at the moment is um, that I've been in those spaces with people who you know do these things. My mother was kind of the first one of them, I would say, and in that relationship, it's one of those things where it happened so early that there wasn't the room for it to be just a pejorative relationship. There was a deep sense of why and also a seeing of, well, clearly something's happened to you or there's more happening to you than what's expressing. Like, how do I reach that? And mm -hmm. in that case, I failed. But I've then seen it happen over and over and over. And kind of like I said uh, before, it drives me insane. And so I'm see it as being far more useful for me to try to talk to people who inhabit that space and try to help figure out with them just what's going on and what can be done. And so in that sense, uh, I am very open and kind of malleable at the moment. I'm sitting in a place of vulnerability as regards how to manage this issue or what the limits are because as you said a lot of things like you know you look up and it's like can narcissism be cured and uh good old uh Vaknin, he says you know absolutely not or you know only under extreme duress and it's sort of like i it seems like there's a lot of assumptions or things that people are building in uh before we get there and so i'm working through it because we do, I mean, we're witness to people making profound change, aren't we, on the forum that we're on? Oh, I mean, absolutely. I've, yeah, I've seen it for sure. Yeah, as I said before, the thing that uh, I enjoy the most is when I start seeing people kind of step into their own and start adding their own contributions and their own voices and to know that people feel like, right, I can finally say this part of myself and I'm not just getting be rejected out of turn. And then I've heard people also, I uh, identified when I've spoken with them in personal conversations being like, wait, I just put myself out there and you're still here. Like you didn't hang up the call. And uh, it's, uh, it's incredible to see uh, what people are willing to listen to after you show that they'll be listened to. Okay. Um, so, and so to be um, specific or clear about this, so we're talking about being on this forum um, for narcissistic personality disorder. And you're saying that some have, have put out or revealed something personal about themselves that they're very ashamed of. And then you've had um, a private chat with them and they're, they're surprised that, that you want to have something to do with them after they've revealed something they're so ashamed about. Is that correct? Yeah, that sounds basically the correct way to put it. And, um, you know, kind of in different forms or different ways that that happens. But I think, yeah, that's, uh, I mean, the whole point of shame and repression is that you do not think it will be received well, that it'll put your unlovability out first mm. and foremost. And then to have somebody say, yeah, okay, you know, you're still human. You're still accepted. 
is uh, mm-hmm. just even having that happen is, I think, really important. And I do remember the other point. I think this is really important. Um, so the other point was the, again, kind of one of those things about like our weird societal relics where um, in order to license aggression or to feel like you are entitled to be upset, we think that you have to be victimized or grieved. And so to that extent, if you've been hurt by somebody like you have to cast them in some sort of pejorative light, like they were narcissistic or they did it on purpose. And so to that way, you only feel comfortable saying that I feel wounded or hurt when you feel like there is a suitable persecutor who has done the Mm -hmm, thing to you. Yeah. As opposed Mm. to um, something which is more healthy and psychologically complex and uh, something that people who talk about power and um you know a will to live where it's just wounding and combat is a matter of course in life and if you don't know or put any effort into cultivating your own defenses or how to navigate other people who may cause harm to you either intentionally or by accident or because they know no other way of being some degree on you like a lot of people like to say well i was totally sweet and innocent and this person came and destroyed me and that makes them an asshole and it's like maybe (laughs) to a degree but then what like you're the naive one like where's your responsibility to see the world for what it is and to have adequate defenses to not just get wiped out by somebody who like stands you up on a first date like you you're being too Mm. Uh, I'm not quite. Sh- I'm not quite sure the word at the moment. You you're saying that having an unrealistic um, <clears throat> idea about the world, unrealistic sort of uh, concepts about what it's actually like, and I suppose that's why we had fairy tales, didn't we? Because they were oh, full that's... of yeah, evil people and sort of the worst, the worst and the best sides of human beings, I guess. Uh, so one of the biggest aims of this podcast is to combat misunderstanding, basically, to to let people um, have a, a view inside because the outside can often be very, very different to the inside. So we're trying to open a little window and, and let people see in and maybe um, connect to the person behind those big walls. Um and hopefully that'll prevent or reduce this kind of wave of witch hunting and basically demonization. Yeah, that's really um, a good thing to put out there. And you kind of just gave me a inspiration there of something that I should probably say um, that is less kind of me rolling with my thoughts and uh, intellectualizing. And I guess just to put it out there, but uh Whomever you are, if you're listening to this and you feel like you have a lot of pain inside or shame, things that you don't understand or whom to entrust it with or where to go. Uh, I'm a person where I'm just one dude. I only have so much energy. But as much as I am able, uh, I may fall short at times. But that is something that I would like to know. It is something I would like to hear. Your experience is a part of what being human in the world is like. And just that in and of itself is already 
useful, important, worthwhile, real. It isn't something that I think is quite the weakness that you might think it is. It is something where if you can come to a place of acceptance and figure out how to weave it into the narrative of your life and who you are, that it can, can become something a lot more powerful than you might have at first thought. And just to say that there are other people out there like myself who are willing to hold open that space, who want to know you down to your depths, even the things that you yourself don't want to look at. And so uh, just to let people know that it's a Yeah, we can make world. that space. Exactly. Yeah, it is yeah. a bigger world, a, a much more complex world, isn't it? Absolutely. I, That's Yeah. I was thinking too, you know, I realised I, I came to that forum because um, I, so my issues were, were re-triggered. I, I thought I'd sort of resolved a lot of them but but um, uh, actually dealing with somebody with narcissism reactivated it and I, I really saw um, in that person, I saw, I suddenly saw their hidden side that they were very ashamed of. And that was, that was so extraordinary to see that because I recognized it. And, you know, at the same time, I went, why? Why are they ashamed that they're vulnerable, that they want my approval, that they want validation from me? Because I would have, I would have given it, and I would have been interested to, to talk about that too. But to see it in someone else, I, I became aware of that. You know, I could. It was like seeing, oh, to the side of me, looking down. There's, there's another part of me. I've, I've just put it to the side. It's sort of mostly hiding, and and I just ignore it. Um, you know, it talks sometimes, but but not very often. And I think I, I realized how lonely that feels and how lonely I am in some ways and how lonely it is to have been given a diagnosis to, you know, to have, to go, oh, I am ashamed of myself. I I can't hold it together. I am not right in my very being. Um, that's really, really rough, really, really rough. And, um, yes, I, I think I'd always been... Going, I have to be normal. Oh, good. I'm I'm pretty much normal now. Well, good. Let's just squish all that embarrassing stuff <laughs> to the side, um, and go on as if it wasn't there. Keep papering over it, and you know, not telling anyone. And and that is lonely. That is lonely because in those days and in those times were incredibly painful and powerful. Uh, feelings and experiences and to push them away is to deny that that sort of most intense part of myself um so yeah maybe this is a place to not feel quite so alone yeah i mean it's beautiful um just putting that out there like there and uh just to um cle just clear up on my own end that i do validate uh, that there are reasons why you have to hide those things. There have been times where you have been shamed or it hasn't been safe or it's we've been saying about the way our society sees things. But for people who are strongly empathetic or who can relate to those parts or people who are just genuinely curious or want to work with you for any 
whole array of reasons, it is actually far more profoundly painful for them for you to shut them out with dysfunctional, disordered behaviors to protect something that they'd rather connect to and nurture anyways. Um, it's excruciating to be the person in that position who the more you try to uh, draw the person out when they're not ready and to try to make them safe, to meet them at a deeper place of intimacy and to say, I will love what you are ashamed to look at. And that being the trigger for the person who's disordered in their own self-imposed cage to be like, oh, absolutely not. Like, this is a danger. This is a threat. You are like what I've seen before. And that's when uh, some things can really go off the rails and both people's defenses start getting activated and things get complicated. But it's just, uh, it, it is hurtful um, for the people who could meet you you keep them out mm. in that way oh i can hear your pain from your childhood <laughs> there i really can yeah and no that, absolutely no? not Never. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i'm like yeah and and i was thinking about feeling very shut out too um and that is a good point too yeah you know you can look at somebody and think let me in let me in. No. I do want to know you. And that that is what's happened on that forum that we're on that I think two people have gone, well, I'm a bit fucked up. I'm going to blurt out what's going on with me. And, hey, I've been accepted. Um, and then you learn to come, you know, the next person comes along and you go, I accept you. I know what it feels like. I have been accepted. I'm learning to be non-judgmental and supportive and and yeah that's that is pretty pretty meaningful yeah i mean i guess uh you know we've kind of hit the points we wanted to for this replacement episode but i guess just the last point in response to uh what you said there is another one of the things that really gladdens me is when i see people make posts on the forum and one of the first sentences is you know, I wouldn't normally say this, but I see this place as somewhere where I can put these things out there and I think it'll be received well. I'm just like, fuck yeah. Um, so, <laughs> yeah. So yeah. this podcast is an extension of that. This is where you put those things. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Yeah. Okay. Well, um, yeah. Uh, so we're, we're sad that we had to um, suspend that um, interview for now or possibly delete it because, um, because of the stigma around uh, narcissism and NPD. Um, but hopefully we're, uh, we're making some small dents in that prejudice. Until next time. Okay. See you next time, Few. See you later, Noda. Okay, bye. The makers of PD Raw accept and embrace our guests and respect their honesty. Please be aware that understanding the hurt that makes people want to act out is not the same as condoning destructive behaviours. In fact, we hope that this podcast will contribute to helping people overcome negative and harmful patterns in themselves and in others. 
PD Raw is a project run by unpaid volunteers. We would love some help with paying for the podcast app. If you would like to donate just a small amount towards the cost, please click on the small globe icon in the top right of the podcast homepage. Thank you.